Greetings and welcome to Inside Baseball with Old Chestnut. I'm Liam Allen with more sex. How you doing, MB? Happy Saturday night, buddy. Likewise, likewise. Do you want to start? Do you want to start that... with the good news? Since Ooh. since I always ask you with two minutes to go, what do you have any good news? <laughs> Let, uh, let's. How about we yeah, start? Got, uh, how well, about we start with that tonight? <laughs> um, okay. Uh, well, uh, I, I'm sure I can generate something. <laughs> I was just saying, I didn't mean to throw you off. <laughs> um, but but before we get started, that was mm-hmm. Sand? Correct. Okay, great. Yeah, I love that song. That's a good one. Um, good news. Uh, so Jeff Bezos got his childhood dream. It's a nice vacation, you know? Six minutes. All right, let me, let me, let me, because I've pushed back on this all week, okay? When people look back, on the history books a hundred years from now, they're going to say, now this guy was selling books out of his garage and okay. Paperback books, which is going to be such a foreign concept in, in, in the future. Anyway, they're going to say he was selling paperback books out of his garage. And then 20 years later, he went to space. So just so the, 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 his, 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 the students yeah. of history can get that right. That that's yeah. fact, right? Yeah, and then he thanked the uh, employees the and customers people? of Amazon. <laughs> so I, I was on a, a long one today, so mm-hmm. I had a lot of time to think about things, and I didn't really generate a lot of good ideas. But I was riding up um, twenty two by Martha Stewart's crib, mm-hmm. and I was thinking of Jeff Bezos going, "Mommy, I want to be an astronaut." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, think of the money mm-hmm. he'd have saved if it would have been. Mommy, I want to be a fireman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you could have hooked him up, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, there's a the professor, NYU professor, who I, I think is fantastic, Scott Galloway. Mm-hmm. And he kind of, he doesn't like Bezos. He really doesn't like Mark Zuckerberg or um, Sher- Sheryl Sandberg. Okay, yeah, um, Facebook. But yep. he was busting on uh, Bezos and stuff mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. that. So everyone um, did this week. Yeah. So, you know, it's kind of funny. Um, I, I've been stressing all week cause I'm like, I have no fucking idea what to talk about. And, um, you know, <laughs> that's never stopped me before. Right, right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, uh, last night, Cheryl and I had two, um, uh, things to go to. The first one was a fundraiser. And the second one was a, a small group of friends uh, at somebody's house for, for dinner. Um, so the, the first thing we went to was this fundraiser for this um, uh, institution called El Centro Hispano. And uh, I, I have no idea what they do. Um, uh, I imagine it's something Hispano. Okay. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, Cheryl, the, uh, the do-gooder, mm-hmm. you know, Phila- she's the, the philanthropist. Uh, yes. She's the, she goes to church every Sunday and lights a candle mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, uh, because of some of the stuff she does, uh, we went to the fundraiser and it was held mm-hmm. at, uh, John D. Rockefeller's house. Okay. In, uh, Terry, near Terry mm-hmm. Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. Yeah. And, um. That was really cool. I'm sure. Because uh, you probably know I read his biography a number of years ago. And um, so to be in the guy's house uh, was, was pretty neat. And, and you know, um, it's, it came in at an interesting time because you have these king's ransoms being made by people, right? And... Um, so at one point, I think in the biography, uh, they said um, that uh, Rockefeller was the most hated man in the United States. Uh, 
I, you know, I'm, I, I'm sure uh, many things he did back then would be illegal now. And uh, I'm sure he was a ruthless competitor. Um, but I, I kind of admire a couple of things that he did in particular, which I thought were very nice. One is he started the University of Chicago. Okay. I didn't know that. From zero. Yeah, I had and, no idea. And they fucked it up a bunch of times. Anyway, he kept after it. And now it's one of the centers of higher learning in the world. Uh, the other thing he did, and uh, this is pretty interesting. God, I hope I remember this correctly. But but basically, uh, down south, you had you know millions of people walking around without shoes. Um, and... So they were uh, habitually ill with ringworm. Mm -hmm. And there was some new process that some guy had figured out and uh, convinced Rockefeller to give it a try. So for, you know, I guess not a lot of money, but uh, about a lot of money, like 3 million people got cured of ringworm. Amazing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so here we are today where... Um, it just feels like there's so much grandstanding and money grabbing. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm finding it a little bit disappointing. It, it, there's so much, is this a word disingenuity? Sure. Disingenuity. People are being disingenuous. So let's pick on JP Morgan. I think this is awesome. So I don't know if you saw this thing. But they announced at some point a few weeks ago that there are two women who are heir apparent to Jamie Diamond. Mm -hmm. So one, now we're going to have a woman running J.P. Morgan at some mm -hmm. point. So at the last board meeting, they decide that Jamie Diamond's doing such a good job. They want to give him some options that don't vest until 2031. Okay. So. Were these women are supposed to hang around for 10 years. <laughs> I mean, you know, come on. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So is uh, one of them, one of them is the one that said that those kids need to go work 70 hours, right? 72. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. Yeah. And it's interesting. Cause I do, I did actually write this down because, uh, I, I, I have uh, an opinion about that, which probably doesn't surprise you. Um, you know, uh, you don't like it, quit. Totally. So, um, yep. Yeah. Uh, I've worked 84 hour weeks. How many, you've worked 84 hour weeks? I bet you were, you were an early bird, right? Oh, dude. I'm amazed. Exactly. It's some, the fact that Cheryl, like, your wife, all right, deserves an award because you were gone. You, you were up at four, you're at four, you're 4 30 to 8 30. <sighs> Is that fair I, I, in the I, '90s when you were when you were grinding? Oh, uh, it was more than that, really. Yeah. I, I Go was, ahead, tell me because I, I want to. No, I want to hear these I, kids I, bitch. I, I need to think about how it worked exactly. So, um, I would get up probably four thirty or five. Mm -hmm. I'd be at the office by six thirty, mm -hmm. and then at eleven thirty, I'd go down to the gym exercise mm -hmm. for maybe 90 minutes i'd stick around till about three the office then i mm -hmm. come home i take a nap i'd have dinner with the kids mm -hmm. and then uh you know six to ten i'd be sitting yeah. at my desk yeah yeah and uh, i mean i did that did that forever mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and I just, that's what I wanted to do. And, and to, as you pointed out, thank you for pointing that out. You know, Cheryl took the brunt of the workload. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And she kind of yeah waves it off now. But yeah, I mean, I was like a prince. You know, I'd sit down and the kids were ready for dinner and we'd have dinner and be 12 minutes. Right. Of but, course. Yeah. No, I, uh, yeah. So, so um, there's, and I, I, I don't remember the kid's name and I couldn't pronounce it if I remember it. But uh, Kevin Muir sent me an introduction to this 17-year-old kid. And he, oddly enough, has a podcast. And 
he's had big name guys on this podcast, a 17 year old kid. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's working, he's got a summer job working for Harley Bassman, which um, is a big name to me. I've, I've known Harley since 1987, probably. Wow. Okay. Um, so anyway, I'm, I'm talking to this kid and he wants uh, us to be on the podcast. And I'm like, listen, we don't do that. You know, we got a special relationship with Kevin and, um, you know, but I'm happy, to, I'm happy to talk to you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like I, I, I want to, I want to be supportive. And the kid started when he was 13. Yeah. Wow. Just, just cause he was interested in it. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you that the conversation we had is probably like 45 minutes. This kid has the stuff down. Yeah. And he's 17. You, know, you said 17, 17 Yeah, high school. Um, but he's doing like volatility surface and I mean, all these things yeah. which are, you know, and I'm like, you must yeah. have a Bloomberg. He says, yeah, I got a, <laughs> he's got a, but it's not as big a deal as it sounds. Cause if you're, if you're a summer intern, they give you the Bloomberg mm -hmm. for free. That's a but big yeah, deal. <laughs> well, if you're 17, yeah, it's like, yeah, if I'd be in the lunchroom at high school, it's like, Hey babe. Yeah. I got to I got to <laughs> you want to come back to my house and see my Bloomberg? Right. Get here before four. You can see the action. Good for, yeah. All yeah. right. Let me ask you a question. Is that, is there more than, is there a lot of that going on that they're not getting credit for? Or is that the next generation of retail trader? Is there a lot of that happening? Is that? Uh, ha I, I don't know, but that is not a retail trader. That kid is going to be. An institutional. <laughs> oh yeah. He, I mean, he's got the whole thing dialed in. I mean, wow. he, it's, 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 in fact, I was actually so concerned about this kid. I'm like, <laughs> tell me what you do for fun. I'm like, I'm like, you know, come on, you're 17. Yeah. yeah, yeah you're yeah, 17. Yeah. Tell me about your summer girlfriend. Uh, I mean, you know, um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't know if we can say boyfriend. Of course. Right, right, right. Uh, so, wow. um, see, to yeah. me, that's really good news. See, that I, I love hearing that stuff, man. Me too. Oh okay. my god, I, I, right, I think it's, uh, I think it's great. Okay. So, um, you know, there was a, a bunch of stuff. So we went to like the, uh, I went to the Rockefeller place, and I said that was really cool. And then, um, I like not. Then we did nothing. I'm like more than driving on the merit on Friday night North. Um, but it wasn't too bad cause it was seven 30 by that time. And that, but did you catch that rain? Uh, yep. The tropical deluges. I did. Yeah. Holy shit. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I had my suede Todd loafers on. <laughs> Fortunately, I didn't have to go very far. I, I was not prepared. Right. Right. Um, but, uh, we had, uh, uh, pizza which i okay which oh I yeah like. yeah yeah good um and it ran a little later mm -hmm. than, and then i had expected because everyone was having a nice time a nice conversation but I'm, then i get home and it's like 11 o'clock and i want to be out of the house before six to get mm -hmm. the ride in mm -hmm. and so i i didn't get a lot of sleep so Ugh. um all right yeah and at my age mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. know mm -hmm. at my age mm -hmm. um but uh Going back to the John D. Rockefeller thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny how uh, living in this part of the world, meaning like New York, mm -hmm. you you bump into stuff that uh, you wouldn't anywhere else. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I like the seventeen-year-old kid, mm -hmm. uh, and I think, and like you, now you've read a lot of. Um, financial history. And after the stock market crash, Congress got a, you know, rightfully so, bug up their ass to get this thing sorted out. Okay. And they got a, uh, an attorney to help him. His name was Ferdinand Pacora. And uh, he was Sicilian. Mm. So mm -hmm, I guess mm -hmm. that's like Italian. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Very but, special uh, Italian. He went 
in and really hit hit the ball out of the park in terms of getting stuff organized. But there are a couple of names that come up if you go to Wikipedia. One of them is Thomas Lamont, who mm-hmm. uh, was sort of the right-hand man of J.P. Morgan. Okay. And another guy's name is Albert Wigan, mm-hmm. who was uh, chairman of uh, Chase. Wow. Right? Yep. And so um, um, I think Wigan more than Lamont, but I think both of these guys might have been a little bit with their toe over the line on some things. I mean, Wigan clearly. Okay. Interesting. Lamont, uh, it depends what what reference you look at. So, for instance, uh, I tried to get through that book on um, the life of Keynes, the economist, mm-hmm. but I, 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 you know, my 50-page rule. I understand. But yep. I, I got enough through it to know that the author of that book thought Lamont was sort of a double dealer, uh, representing the United States, but with J.P. Morgan's money kind of thing. Wow, okay. Okay. But so how do I tie that to living in this part of the world? Well, I was you sitting down. Mm-hmm. I coached kids soccer for like two seasons. Wow. Which pro tip <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> um anyway, one of my co coaches was <clears throat> Ned Lamont. Yeah, governor yeah, yeah, of yeah. this fine state. Of okay. course, yeah, Ned so, Lamont. So I think this wow. guy was Ned Lamont's grandfather, probably. Okay, I'm uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, it would be grandfather, right? Because that was yeah. the thirties. Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah, okay. So uh, and the other fellow, Wigan. Okay. Now, when we moved to Connecticut, we didn't know anybody. Um. So Cheryl joined one of the local charity organizations, and she met um, a woman roughly the same age. And we hit it off with her and her husband. And because uh, just out of being polite, I'm not going to mention their name. Mm-hmm, okay? mm-hmm. But so this, the fellow grew up in Bellhaven, which is one of the wealthiest parts in in Connecticut, in Greenwich. Okay. And at one point, they had like 40 acres oh, in Bellhaven. Okay. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, uh, so this was, uh, this guy I met was Wigan's grandfather. Wow. So, you know, it's like, who do you meet when mm-hmm, you're mm-hmm. walking around town? Yeah, so yeah, I met yeah, the yeah. grandson of grandson. Albert yeah, yeah. Wigan and then the uh, grandson of uh, Lamont. the governor, Ned Lamont. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, um, but it does, it does seem to me like we've gone to 11 in terms of what the uh, wealthy people are uh, walking away with in terms of in terms of money. I mean, um, you know, I saw uh, was it Elon Musk went from having twenty six billion dollars before COVID to one hundred and twenty six billion. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. I'm know, sure. And it's these are staggering amounts of money, and uh, I just. I just get this vibe like this is not going to end well. Um, but I know you wanted me to give you good news, so maybe we should no, stop no, there. No, no, right? no, no. Um, there's been a lot of talk in the press from the, uh, you know, the the Drucks and the Arians and uh, mm-hmm, some mm-hmm. other people barking about the the Fed and how the economy is growing and they don't need to be so uh, stimulative and it's, it's causing all sorts of dislocations. Um, You know, I, it seems to me that the economy is kind of rolling over the, the, the payroll numbers 
the, excuse me, the claims numbers last week weren't great. Uh, there's this Chicago index. It's Sinfi, C-I-N-F-I, I think are the initials. And that's a very good indicator, but it's very slow moving. But it, it dipped pretty good last week. I know there was some data out of Kansas City that looked pretty good. But uh, what I think the Fed is thinking about is they don't want to run the risk that as they withdraw the monetary accommodation, it's coming at the same time as the economy is rolling over. Because um, the, the, the counter argument to being accommodated too long is you get inflation. And everyone's running around with their hair on fire like, we're going to have inflation, and then the next thing you know, it's going to be the Weimar Republic. Right. I don't, I don't, I don't believe that for a minute. Um, you know, I sent you that Lacey Hunt piece, which is obviously even kind of above my pay grade. But I'm, I'm, I'm really, I really buy into the the concept that we've borrowed. You know, uh, from the future to stimulate the economy now mm-hmm. and. Um, the inflation is showing up in a couple of things. One is uh, equity prices and, and house prices, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, I now know a couple of people that are, have put their house on the market. And I, I think around here, mm-hmm. it's rolling over. Mm-hmm. Because Interesting. Yep. people are starting to realize the food sucks and the traffic yep. sucks, and uh, the people are phony. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But other than that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and plus, there's an estate tax, which I know is not on your radar yet. I I yet. I, I, abs- I accidentally said to a client this week, they said something about selling their house. Oh, we're getting ready to sell the house, and I said you were supposed to sell it two months oh, ago. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Well, you're I right. said you're it out right. loud. I know, and I it's as I said it, I I cringed. I was, you know, and and she said, "Oh no, well we're getting ready." I said, "All yeah. right, well, yeah. good, no, good. Nothing good like luck. nothing like fixing her up." To, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, and by the way, I was uh, as I said, uh, being on the bike, I had plenty mm-hmm. of time, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, you know, back when. Uh, uh, my snowboard fish fan buddy and I used to work together. And I think I've mentioned this to you. I would run like a um, scenario analysis on the portfolio to see what would happen in big moves, right? Because we had these big positions on and, and big moves are where weird things happen. So I would assume <laughs> You couldn't have more than a 200 basis point move in three months. Now, three months. In three months, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, I mean, to talk about it like that now sounds like you're insane. Right. Like, that kid doesn't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah 203. How about 210 years? Okay. Um, but if inflation started to be a problem, okay, the, the Fed can just start jacking up the funds rate 50 basis points, you know, every other month. And and in a year, you're 3%, okay? And the curve will be inverted, and you'll be in a massive recession. And inflation will stop. Yep. If, yep. if it gets to be a problem. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Um, So there are, there are little things that are happening that uh, are exacerbating this. So the... The uh, Bloomberg News and the FT both wrote articles about how there's been a massive increase in rich people borrowing money. And so you may recall I talked about how, you know, if you have these assets that have gone up in value, okay, and you hold them till you die, the gain never gets taxed. They call that the basis step up. Yep, okay. yep. So now uh, wealthy people and ultra-wealthy people are figuring, fuck it, you know, I'll just borrow the money because money's like 2%, mm-hmm. and uh, it's better than paying taxes, and stock market's never going down. Amazing. So, mm-hmm. um, 
so you could say that's a mistake in the tax code, but it's not a mistake. It's 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 what it is, right? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And so they're they're talking about changing it. That <sighs> that should have some sort of an effect on on um, prices because people are borrowing to buy stock. Um, you know, it's hard for me to have any credibility when I say, you know, I think the stock market's overvalued. Um, I, I just, I, I get it. You know, it's like the boy that cried wolf. Yeah. So, um, yeah. but um, as I've said in the past, I mean, fuck it. I've, I've, been, <laughs> I've been wrong. I've been wrong before. Right, 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 and, right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, even like Monday, Monday by at whatever one o'clock. You're in, yeah, you yeah. know, yeah, yeah. Monday, I got. I went to um, the internet and I I uh, copied and pasted a picture of Lucy pulling the football away from Charlie Brown mm-hmm. and I sent it to Leslie. Mm-hmm. It's like, yep, here we go through this charade again. Mm-hmm. They're going to take mm-hmm. him down and then they're going to run him up their ass the rest of the week. And yep, by Wednesday. Yep. It's, it's just it's The dip just was fully bought back. Isn't it crazy? I know. Well, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. So um, in my survey of economic information, uh, I, I found this really interesting because I, you know, we've talked about uh, since episode one, probably mm-hmm. how uh, it seems like there's going to be a change in consumption because of what people have gone through in the pandemic. Absolutely. Okay. So, and one of these things I read, I, I don't remember, I didn't jot it down, but from a reputable news agency, they did a survey. And they asked people three questions, and they they were numbers. Okay, first question: How much do you need to be financially comfortable? The second one is: How much do you have to have to be financially happy? And the third is: How much money do you have to have to be wealthy? Okay, so before the pandemic to be comfortable people said they needed 934,000 after the pandemic that number fell to 624,000 mm, wow cuz i mean what do you think people mm-hmm. are sitting at home with yeah absolutely okay financial happiness went from 1.7 million to 1.1 million yeah. Yeah. And then wealthy went from two six to one nine. Damn. So I mean, there's a lot of assumptions built into these things that the consumer is going to keep spending, and you know these surveys can turn on a dime. But um, if you look at things like how do consumer feels about uh, consumers feel about buying a house, and they say it's a terrible time to buy a house. How do you feel about buying a car? Terrible time to buy a car. You know, that saying from uh, Satan's bushel, mm-hmm. the best cure to high prices is high prices. So mm-hmm. um, I think that's what the Fed is doing because, you know, we're in a different world, right? I mean, without the hyperbole, look at, look at like my hometown, Chicago, okay? There were people looting on like the nicest shopping street in the city. You yeah, well. you went to uh, Scottsdale, Arizona. There's mm-hmm. this like fashion plaza decimated. Wow. Yeah. And then what's going on now in like San Francisco? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, and what was that? That was a one-year mm-hmm. dislocation? Yeah, yeah. I mean, what happens if the economy falters? And you get, you know, legitimate twenty two percent unemployment. Yeah, yeah. That dog don't hunt. <sighs> so, yeah. and and so you got Stan bitching about the Fed, right? Mm-hmm. And and El Arian bitching about the Fed, mm-hmm. and that's fine. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's fine. But you know, um, 
I can understand where the Fed's coming from in this regard. And, you know, it's, uh, they it's don't really easy. have a choice, you know, do they not have a choice? Who? And they, the Fed. Well, go on. Well, I'm just curious. They see like, they seem like they're locked in. Um, you know, no, they can keep saying, we're going to wait, we're going to wait, we're going to wait, we're going to wait, we're going to wait. Yeah. Did you ever hear about this baseball player? I think he played for the the uh, New York Yankees. Chuck Knobloch. Of course. He got the yips. He couldn't throw He got first. the yips. One right? of the greatest. I, I loved that story. Well, yeah, everyone does I except Chuck. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. Well, fine. I, you know, I didn't love yeah. Chuck, but yeah, he couldn't yeah. get it to first base. He had the yips. Yeah. So uh, I think... Was Bobby Valentine the manager then? No, maybe? I don't think so. Oh, no, Joe, 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 Joe Torrey was. Okay, yeah, yeah, Joe, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Joe it's on Torrey. the World Series right. team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were sitting at, at Greenwich, and Joe Torrey's going, Chuck's my guy, Chuck's mm -hmm. my guy, Chuck's my guy. And guys are like, how can he do this? How can he do this? I said, you watch. It, Chuck is his guy right up to the time he's not his guy. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what happened, right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. the Fed is going to be accommodative, 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 oops, and yep. they're going to they're gonna yep. turn on a freaking dime. Okay, yep, got it. I mean, so, you know, so when we started doing this podcast, I asked – our friend Ted to listen to it because he's a professional at this stuff. And he gave me some comments and, and, uh, he said, I sigh a lot. And he said, uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta be upbeat. You know? Right. And right. I'm like, well, <laughs> I'll, I'll try. Right. Right. I'll, I'll, I'll try. Um, where the fuck was I going with this? I don't know. Yeah. Ted's criticism. Um, you're going to try to be upbeat. Um, Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so, okay. I got it. I got it. So, you think of this, okay? You're the Fed, okay? Consumer spending is two thirds of the economy. Are you going to walk out there and go, this stuff blows? Right. <laughs> We're fucked. <laughs> right. What are you going to say? You know, exactly. you're going to go, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like you got your list mm -hmm. of quotes. I want to help the team any way I can. We're mm -hmm. going to take them one game at a time, mm -hmm. right? Yep. <laughs> yep. Hope so, we score more runs than the other guys. Yeah, yep. exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I think that uh, they're they're doing the right thing. I know. Yeah, I you know? totally agree. I, yep. Uh, I mean, like I said, my, my timeline and everyone else's timeline just creep gets keeps getting kicked down a little farther, a little farther, a little farther. Um, Apple's not bringing bringing people back to October. There's so many different reasons that this goes on and on and on. Even yeah. you know, I, I'm I'm kind of surprised. I mean, I am and I'm not, but. Why Apple doesn't do this whole thing about moving everything back here? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's going to cost them a lot it's of never, money, and it, you know, it's it's a great mm -mm. PR play. Mm -mm. No, nope. right? no. Why would nope. they? No. Nope. Why would they? Um, um. Well, you know, there was there's more good news, but wait, there's more. <laughs> um, one of the, there were two guys, uh, wrote a paper who was released on the 17th, which I guess was Monday, maybe July 17th. What's today? Today's 24th. the 24th. Oh, so yeah. it was a week ago. Yep. Yep. Um, I guess there's two other guys that got nothing to do on Saturday, Saturday night. night. <laughs> um, anyway, one guy is a professor at Yale and the other guy works at the fed and, uh, it's a 42-page paper on taming wildcat stablecoins. And so, uh, uh, you know, Reader's Digest version, Nishkit. Got it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and then you had, you know, uh, Janet Yellen saying, mm -hmm. somebody better do something. <laughs> somebody better do something. Yeah. <laughs> yep. uh, mm -hmm. So anyway, I told you we went out for um, to a friend's house for pizza okay. and, um, and dessert. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, uh, um, the, 
one of the people there is Wall Street Big Shot. Mm-hmm. And so uh, for a while now, Cheryl's been on this Bitcoin thing going, it's a way for terrorists to move money around. How can we allow this? And I'm like, honey, I, you know, you're you're preaching to the choir. I I mean, I've I've been mm-hmm. wondering this for years, and and so you saw this thing recently where uh, Israelis grabbed a bunch of money from Hamas. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, anyway, I I posed the question to this Wall Street big shot. I said, perhaps you can answer the question that my wife keeps asking me: is why does the government allow this? And the answer was, they. This person thought they really don't know what to do. Interesting. And I said, "Well, you know, I'm available for twelve months, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. but uh, they don't, I, I don't know, know what to do." Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. It's a little. I mean, this paper mm-hmm. that got published. I mean. The direction is encouraging for those of us who think this is, you know, not a great thing. Okay. Um, you know, you have Yellen talking about something. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing I thought was kind of interesting was Gary Gensler was talking about Robin Hood mm-hmm. and how the uh, clients of Robin Hood are getting such bad prices that they'd be better off getting the legitimate price and paying a commission. Wow. If you will remember our multiple mm-hmm. explanations of broker versus dealer. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, now whether these guys got the cojones to do anything, you know, time will tell. But, but they uh, don't know what to do, huh? Well, you know, I don't think it's that complicated. I think they just need to decide they want to do something, and then mm-hmm. they can figure it out. I think they're kind of scratching their heads. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, uh, from 10,000 feet, the stuff looks very sophisticated. You know, boots on the ground. You know, you can mm-hmm. stick a of crowbar in the gears and, and shut the thing down pretty quick. But you have to have the political will. And, um, you know, at some point, they will probably get some traction because they realize that it's the little guy that's getting hurt. And, uh, that's what's so 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 sort of frightening to me is you have all these guys making a shit ton of money and um you know if the economy goes off the rails you have a perfect setup for class warfare and that's mm-hmm. just yeah that's just that's just terrible yeah well yeah, here we are, 28 episodes in, and we are still, the economy is chugging along, you know? Yeah. They changed the name of the Cleveland Indians. It's terrible. What the, Trash. What did they change the name to? Guardians. Get oh. out of here. You know oh. what I think? I think of the Guardian angel, Angels down in the Red Berets. <laughs> it was either the Guardians or the Trojans. And they <laughs> figured the Trojans just was Terrible. Terrible. Forget it. How about the what's going on with my Chicago Blackhawks? I have no idea. Something happened with them. Well, it's it's black and hawks. Oh, so oh, got, oh, oh, right, 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 so right, you, right. You, you lose on the whole thing. You've got you, oh, you yeah, disparage the black go. people. Oh, forget it. You disparage it. the Indians, and then no. then you've got an endangered species. Is that a Reinsdorf product? Does he own the Blackhawks, Jerry Reinsdorf? Oh, maybe. Because that, he's a, a stubborn monster, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I used to go. Chicago has bigger problems, Morris. <laughs> so, so Sorry. The, this person whose house we were at last night, their daughter is uh, applying for residency um, at, like in 
um, emergency room. She wants to be an emergency mm-hmm. room doctor. God. And so um, I think she's applying to uh, Compton. No. And I'm, and I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, a lot of action. Why, why not go to Chicago? Right. And, and, yeah, yeah. and apparently the Cook County Hospital has got the, yeah. Oh, I, I, yeah, what? The most busy, you know, it's like a revolving door there. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. It's yeah. just, you know, did you, did you ever read that Upton Sinclair, The Jungle? You know, I haven't as an adult. I think I was, four, you know, I was on a reading list in yeah. high school, but yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I read it not that long ago. You know, that, it, it's poignant for me because my grandfather was Lithuanian. Yeah. And when he came over, he ended up in that area. The stockyards of Chicago, right? Yeah. And so yeah. They, they'd say the South Side. Yeah. It's because it was the South Side of the Chicago stockyards. Okay. And so there's this whole litany of people that I met through. Yeah. those organizations um and i you know now that i'm uh racing age 61 i'm starting to become a little bit more benevolent in my mm-hmm. thinking and mm-hmm. uh, but these guys on the south side of chicago were you know very uh left mm-hmm. very left one of the guys um Saul Alinsky yeah, why does that sound familiar? He wrote a book. I, I may have, I'm sure I've mentioned it to you. Okay. So Saul Alinsky, I think professor at University of Chicago, I think, he wrote a book called Rules for Radicals. Okay. And it was basically how to take down the government. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hillary Clinton. Boom. There yep. you go. Yep. There you go. You know, this is why I love you. you listen. <laughs> I knew it was yeah yeah yeah. See, I faked you, that. You you and my son-in-law. <laughs> it's it's it, it means a lot to me. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. Okay. Um. Well, that's great. We did forty-two minutes of nothing but glowing positive news. Um. This has been an uh, you know a wonderful episode twenty-eight, and it's better than me just you know throwing in the last two minutes. Any good news? Um. So yeah, we've uh... have we had forty-two minutes and twenty-five <laughs> seconds of good news. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you know, the the eulogy for the economy has been has been lovely. Um Yeah. Well, it was a beautiful day today. Oh yeah, no, it's fantastic. Did you get when, out? I uh you know, I took my daughter to the beach uh this mm. morning, which is uh leads me to one of the greatest lines that you've ever uh produced. I don't know if it was you that you told me about it. I'll tell you where I went. I went to West Hampton Beach. Okay. Okay. Do you what? What's the line that that's prompted when I tell you I went to West Hampton? Do you remember me, me telling you that years ago? And you said you were with some, you knew of some big shot head honcho that was like West Hampton Beach. Never heard of it. Hampton Bays. <laughs> Hampton Bays. Yeah. Okay. Well, West Hampton. Yeah. Hampton Bays. Yeah. Okay. All right, it's all right. like yeah. It's like you can't drive out to the the Hamptons without the three huge fucking signs on. <laughs> What's that, Montauk Highway? Seven, Sunrise Highway. Sunrise Highway. 27A? 27A, yep. Yeah, yeah Hampton Bays. Never heard of it. <laughs> Never heard of it. <laughs> this is the same guy. This is the same guy. He grew up in, in uh, Wilton. Okay. okay. Oh, yeah, of course. So um, I had uh, arranged a meeting down, I don't know, it was in Tennessee or something, with one of these big developers, Gerald Hines. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were talking about going down and putting some money in. And uh, so I arranged a trip and I got the plane lined up and we're at the FBO and, you know, it's like a half hour late. And where's the guy? And he finally calls and he tries to explain to me he got lost. Like, <laughs> go to Westchester. Give me a fucking break. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Oh my God. So, um, yeah. All right. So, what are we? Four weeks out from Leadville? Four weeks? I think uh, three. Oh, is it really? Oh yeah. Oh wow. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. oh it's okay. You know, I, 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 uh, I crushed weeks. it today. You I felt was, good. Oh my God. I, I felt good right until the four-hour mark when a bee stung me in my left ear. <laughs> <laughs> Better today than at Leadville. Um, oh my God. You know, oh, so now you're done with big rides now? Now you're now you're just Well, yeah, 
there's no more six hour rides. I've okay. Got, All right. Uh, good. A couple of fours or five. Okay. I mean, that's, that's pretty much All it. right. I, I, uh, you know, I, I, I got it. I think I got it. I that's mean, the best I'm, feeling. I'm there's just, no better feeling than feeling good. You know, it's dangerous uh, though. You don't want to believe it. You know, when you feel it, <laughs> I think, you know, this new kind of training where you just, start to focus on maximizing power and keeping your heart rate low. Uh, for me, it's been very helpful because for so long, as you know, you do these group rides and it's attack, recover, attack, recover, attack, recover. Yeah, it's an interval. Yeah. And, you know, uh, this is about learning how to uh, maintain a solid, cons consistent pace. The one thing that concerns me, um, so – you know, I rode the six hours and mm -hmm. it was the best ride of the year. Okay. Wow. Um, yeah. I burned uh, 3,500 calories. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I came in and, and I ate, uh, I don't know, a everything inside. pound of pasta. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I'm really tired and I'm con concerned about, you know, once I get to this 3,500 calorie mark, how I'm going to be able to keep it going so like at hour six i, mm -hmm. I had easy two more hours in me uh -huh. easy uh -huh. but uh -huh. that's only eight yeah right? yeah so uh -huh. i'm gonna have to you know i'm gonna have to not eat and drink yeah yeah eat um, and drink eat and drink i keep thinking about you not having a granny gear uh -huh. i love that thing oh oh it's a not 50. having it not having it and knowing that I couldn't, yeah. if I clicked into it, if I went into it, that I would, the whole thing would go, yeah, 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 yeah. So mm. remember that when you're going up the hill, um, spinning that nice little gear. I'm um, supposed to think of you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to think of somebody pretty. <laughs> um. I got I got butterflies reading the uh the like the the race the race preview. Um I got the I got the butterflies and jitters just reading that. Did you when see they, they made it a fucking mile longer? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Yeah. It's like what's next? You gotta carry a pair of scissors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um when are you heading west? When do you go when are you going to acclimate? I'm leaving Thursday. Okay. And then All right, I'll good. be in Telluride for uh um till the 10th okay you know i'll probably set up a booth and sign autographs right 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 you know, I'll, I'll split split it with you 50 50 you know we're big in colorado are we yeah for some reason call it denver denver is always the second city on the ranking it's new york city and then denver Really? Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. So whoever's in Denver, please email us inside baseballcast at gmail.com because we want to know who's listening in Denver. Yeah. Because we know who you are out there. We get a we get a very detailed list of everyone that listens. Um, so we know where we're big and uh Denver consistently. Yeah. Um well, what do you say? Buy stocks. <laughs> stocks? <laughs> stocks stocks only go up. Are you, That'll be the message. <laughs> are you gonna come by tomorrow? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, you got nothing going on? Yeah. Uh, yeah you know, I'm very important. <laughs> okay. We can, right. we can figure something out. Can so. I bring the kid? You got the dogs? Yeah. I mean, okay, good. I got the dogs, meaning she'd like to play with the dogs? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. She wants to come and see the dogs. Yeah, yeah. How about the tad? You know about the tadpoles? I don't know about the tadpoles. Go on. Oh. So this is like year five. So um, we have a cover on the swimming pool. Mm -hmm. And then the frogs mm -hmm. lay eggs, right? Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. then when you open the cover, no mm -hmm. more tadpole. Right, 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 right. So several years ago, Cheryl tried raising them. And <laughs> I felt so bad. Every year for like the first three years, something got fucked up. And they all died. So like the first year, <laughs> they all died. The, the first year she gets like a... Uh, she gets a uh, like a regular aquarium, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. she puts them in tap water. I remember this. I remember okay. the aquarium. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. So there's it's chlorinated, so that killed them. <laughs> so the the next year, um, she gets one of those like little baby pool things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, so 
I'm laughing at just because it's so it's mm-hmm. it was I felt so terrible. So she's got it going pretty good. There's you know filtered water in the thing, mm-hmm. and uh, one of the, the the landscaping guys got like the weed whacker, and he he hit the fucking baby pool and all the water. <laughs> oh, man. Put a hole in it. Oh man, she went nuts. Oh. that was not a good moment. Oh. Um, so anyway, um, after you know. Um, millions of dollars and thousands of tadpole lives. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's probably 300 tadpoles in this pool, and we've already generated like three or four frogs. It's like Schindler's List if you've uh, if you oh, save that, one. That, that, no, 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 no. <laughs> That's gonna get us in a heap of trouble, man. If you save one tadpole, it's like you saved Did them you, all. You saw the guy that at the Tokyo Olympics? No, like, don't tell me who won the road race either. All right, go ahead. What happened? What? 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 The guy who was like the opening act, they found out like 20 years ago he made a Holocaust joke. Fired him the night before the Olympics. Yeah. Amazing. They threw out the whole routine too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The night before. (laughs) And by the way, you would think if he was going to make jokes about genocide, he'd have picked the Japanese and the Chinese, right? No. Nope. You figure, I mean, you tell a Holocaust joke in, in Japan, you figure nobody's going to, you know? Yeah, they would, I mean, talk about, was I can't pronounce this, but the rape of Nam, Nam King. Oh, I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> this was one of these things. They just went in, they just fucking killed everybody. Pillaged. Oh, oh and it was torture and. Okay. The, 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 in the past, mm-hmm. uh, the Japanese were. You know. I've read, yeah, yeah, they they were uh, fierce uh, adversaries. Well, the, you and... know how the the Germans had that the Mengele guy was doing human uh-huh. experiments. Yeah, yeah so yeah. the the Japanese had their own. Yeah, and so yeah, they yeah, like yeah. one of the things I think I read was talking about how they throw people in freezing water, and they kept track how long it would take them to die. And uh, apparently, after the war, the United States intelligence got hold of that information, and now it's on file somewhere in the Amazing. Pentagon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, why let you know? Why waste the crisis? Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I think um, I think we should call it quits here before we start out World War Three. You know. <laughs> right. Well, we had a you know we did a good job um, of our of our usual optimism and uh, and we did a lot of good news. So um, okay. All right, my friend. It's been fun as usual. You'll be in Telluride next week. Next week we'll try and uh, put it together from Telluride. All right, buddy. All right. Be well. Thanks, Mars. Cheers.